0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of Mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and Splendor of the Father, Christ of Mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the Way, the Truth, and the Life, Lord of Mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. God of Might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. A reading from the first letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, when I came to you, it was not with any show of oratory or philosophy, but simply to tell you what God had guaranteed, During my stay with you, the only knowledge I claimed to have was about Jesus, and only about him as the crucified Christ. Far from relying on any power of my own, I came among you in great fear and trembling. And in my speeches, and the sermons that I gave, there were none of the arguments that belonged to philosophy, only a demonstration of the power of the Spirit. And I did this so that your faith should not depend on human philosophy, but on the power of God. The Word of the Lord Lord, how I love your law. Lord, how I love your law. It's ever in my mind. Your command makes me wiser than my foes, for it's mine forever. I have more insight than all who teach me for I ponder your will. I have more understanding than the old, for I keep your precepts. I turn my feet from evil paths to be your word. I have not turned away from your decrees. You yourself have taught me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day as he usually did. He stood up to read, and they handed him the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, and rolling the scroll he found the place where it is written. The Spirit of the Lord has been given to me, for he has anointed me. He has sent me to bring the good news to the poor, to proclaim liberty to captives and to the blind new sight, to set the downtrodden free, to proclaim the Lord's year of favour. He then rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the assistants, and sat down. And all eyes in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to speak. This text is being fulfilled today, even as you listen. And he won the approval of all. And they were astonished by the gracious words that came from his lips. The Gospel of the Lord. We're reading in these days from the letter to the Corinthians. uh, And as we listen to these different passages, we hear uh, St. Paul himself speak about the early considerations and concerns of the church we know that the letter itself was probably written very early on maybe uh, 52, uh, 54 AD uh, and of course that then puts it as one of the earliest of St Paul's letters we think that he wrote it uh, from uh, a distant uh, country from uh, Ephesus uh, and we think that he wrote it Uh, round about the second missionary journey Um, we know that he knows this community at Corinth uh, very well Uh, but uh, things have arisen Uh, concerns about uh, what they're doing uh, that come out in the letter itself Uh, some of their morals some of their behavior uh, is uh, kind of corrected if you like by St Paul in the the letter and St Paul himself uh, he, uh, tells them about, uh, reminds them about the, the teaching that he's left them. So we hear uh, St Paul himself uh, kind of speak about himself uh, in the, the letter itself. Uh, today at Mass, we hear uh, that he reminds them that he doesn't come among them uh, with any shows of force. or kind of like parallels in order to understand. The teaching of of Jesus, Uh, but he simply tells them about uh, Jesus and about the gospel, and he shows them uh, exactly what it means by the power of the Spirit in in his work, and he must mean some kind of healing that that takes place. Today, uh, also in the the gospel reading, we hear uh, about uh, Jesus himself coming to his own hometown uh, and uh, being in the synagogue. And I suppose there's certain things that we would recognise about this. Uh, The synagogue itself would have been familiar to Jesus. Uh, The faces in front of him would have been familiar and he would have been familiar to them. Um, Maybe it's interesting just to think also that uh, he reads uh, from the scroll uh, and how unusual that is in in a certain sense uh, because people don't read in those days. They have things read out to them, and it's only those that are the more educated, if you like, that are able to to read. Uh, So Jesus himself reads uh, from the scroll that's given to him. And why should it be him that's that's reading the the scroll? Well, obviously now that he has some kind of reputation as a rabbi and teacher, uh, and very often the person who reads from the scroll is able then to uh, maybe explain it or or, or teach from it. and the soul that's that's handed to him, of course, is that, that scroll of the coming of the Messiah. Uh, and when the Messiah comes, he'll he'll give sight to the blind, he'll release those that are captive, uh, the lame will walk again, he'll set those that are in prison uh, free. And Jesus simply says at the end of the, the text, a kind of inflammatory thing, if you like, uh, that this text is being fulfilled today, even as you listen. Uh, and of course, that would have been an astonishing thing that that somehow this text itself is is coming to pass, and we wonder may, maybe what it means. Is is there a sense in which already they they recognise him or someone else to be the Messiah, uh, and do they recognise in his miracles, uh, signs, uh, just exactly of, of of what the prophet itself himself says? Um, we can imagine then that. Jesus has set the place uh, on fire uh, by the reading of this text and, and by by his commentary on it which says that today this text is being fulfilled today even as you listen. So that's that sense in which there is an hour that has arrived, a moment has come um, and of course we live in the grace of that moment ourselves as well, uh, that uh, uh, arrival of Jesus into the world, that arrival of the Messiah that arrival of the, the kingdom of God uh, uh, into our midst uh, and, and we believe in that that power and we believe in that good news that has entered into the world, that good news of, of God's love and of course that's the very thing uh, that motivates uh, Paul himself in the first reading to go out to the highways and the byways to go to Ephesus and Corinth and and places uh, uh, that we've heard about uh, to speak about the the good news that has arrived in this hour which Jesus himself speaks of in the Gospel. So we live in the the sunshine, if you like, of that uh, uh, moment. We live in the grace uh, of the coming of Christ into the world uh, and we believe in the, the good news that has entered our own lives And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May this sacred offering, O Lord, confer in us always the blessings of salvation, that what it celebrates in mystery, it may accomplish in power through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you, a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory, as with one voice we acclaim. O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. let us pray. Renewed by this bread from the heavenly table, we beseech you, O Lord, that being the food of charity, it may confirm our hearts and stir us to serve you in our neighbour. Through Christ our Lord. And we pray for protection from Mary in these days, our protection. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. Just to remind you that the two morning Masses this week will be on Monday and Tuesday. I think I maybe mentioned that you mixed up yesterday, uh, uh, saying that it was Friday, so Monday and Tuesday of this week, uh, uh, the rest of the days, uh, look as if they'll be uh, fun days for uh, funeral masses. So um, Monday and Tuesday uh, of this week at ten o'clock will be the uh, weekday masses. Uh, this evening also there'll be an hour of prayer in the church uh, from six o'clock uh, to seven o'clock, and during that time the sacrament of confession will be available as well. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, Father. Son and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.